Good morning, Four Oaks Church. It's Monday, February 27th. Wow, where has February gone? Not sure, but thanks for joining us. We are here making our way through the Gospel of Matthew. Now, coming up in just a couple of weeks, we enter one of the most crucial, important sections in all of the Gospel of Matthew, which is the Sermon on the Mount. Um, but what we're going to see is that our passage this week is laying the groundwork and preparing the way for that. So now let me just say this, if you're new to these devotionals, what we do typically, we've been preaching through the gospel of Matthew and we're using the week prior, okay, uh, leading up to that Sunday sermon to look at the passage that's on the docket, to understand it, exegete it, interpret it, and to, to sort of prepare ourselves for the sermon that's going to happen. So, for example, last week we spent all of our time in Matthew 18, uh, four, verse, I'm sorry, chapter 4, 18 through 22, looking at the call of the first disciples. And then yesterday, Sunday, we, um, we preached on that text. And this week we're going to be looking at Matthew 4, 23 through 25. And the idea here is that we're really trying to, to organize these devotional times uh, around the idea that we want to be not just consumers of the word, but in fact, hearers, but also students of the word, um, reading God's word for ourselves, interpreting it, using it, applying it. And that hopefully by walking through this discipline together, um, we can give you some hands-on tools that you can use in your own study of God's word. So as a, as a, as a couple of reminders, um, Hopefully you can get a study Bible. A study Bible is very helpful. And, and as a companion piece, you can even get a commentary. But even a study Bible, I think, is, is fairly sufficient for the level of study that we're going to be doing. So let me read the text. It's a short text, three verses, and let's dig in. So this is Matthew 4, 23 through 25. And he, meaning Jesus, went throughout all Galilee teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease and every affliction among the people. So his fame spread throughout all Syria, and they brought him all the sick, those afflicted with various diseases and pains, those oppressed by demons, those having seizures and paralytics, and he healed them. And great crowds followed him from Galilee and the Decapolis and from Jerusalem and Judea and from beyond the Jordan." Okay, so if you've been with us, you know that we talk about um, biblical interpretation as sort of three ring or several rings of, of concentric circles, and that in the innermost circle is the meaning of the text. But in order to get to the meaning of the text, we, have to, we need to start on the outside and work our way in. And so what we do here at the beginning of the week typically is, is look at that outer ring, which is things like context. Uh, what comes before? What comes after? How does this function in light of all of Matthew's gospel? What questions do we have that we want to sort of mark um, to do some homework on as we dig into the passage? So let's start with the first one. What becomes first and what comes after? What comes before? What, what comes before is Jesus has come proclaiming the kingdom of God, and he's called his first disciples, right? And these disciples are part of his new community, his of his of kingdom believers. 
And then, then what comes after this text is the Sermon on the Mount, where Jesus is going to be giving instruction about the values of this kingdom. How do we order our lives in this kingdom? And so we have this passage in between uh, where it talks about Jesus ministering to great crowds of people. And really, I think to understand this in context, we have to understand that this is simply an extension of the proclamation of the kingdom, okay? And whatever that, whatever Jesus is doing here, okay, all of his teaching, um, his preaching, what we might kind of call his words, okay, and then all of his, of his deeds, the things that he's doing, his healing, his miracles, again, deeds, word and deed, that both of these things are, are serving this overall message or theme of the kingdom of God. So a lot of times the way that we can be tempted to think about the ministry of Jesus is that first of all, Jesus is going around teaching neat stories, right? Um, he's talking about forgiveness. He's talking about love. He's talking about being generous. And we kind of look at those things as sort of like nuggets or insights for living, that these are things that that have meaning to us in as much as they communicate life lessons or application points or ways to, to help us um, engage more wisely in, um, in, in the world. And there's certainly that aspect of Jesus' teachings, but fundamentally, that's not what they are. What they are is a proclamation about um, a new way of living a new way of life in light of the appearance of the kingdom of God. These aren't simply nuggets um, and little stories together application points from. They are, in fact, calls to realign our lives in light of this coming kingdom. That's the way we need to think about Jesus's words, okay? Now, as it relates to his deeds, again, we can be tempted to think about uh, all these different miracles is that Jesus um, helped the poor, Jesus healed the sick, Jesus did miracles, and we also ought to, to love people through our deeds. And again, that's certainly a part of, of what we can draw as an application. But again, that's not fundamentally what's happening here. What, what's happening is that Jesus, in his healings, is showing by deed what he has proclaimed by word, okay? So that what he, he's proclaimed that the kingdom of God is here. Well, what evidence do we have of that? Well, darkness, sin, see, sin, disease, death are all being beaten back, so to speak. They're all being beaten back by um, these deeds of Jesus where the lame walk, the blind see, the deaf hear, you know, all these sorts of things. And and so here, what, what, what we have on demonstration is the fact that as the kingdom of God is breaking through, light is penetrating the darkness. And it, when we see it in that way, uh, that these deeds are a testimony to the, to the person of Christ, to the things that Jesus is teaching, um, we have a little deeper meaning here, right? Because the deeds don't have an end into themselves, right? All these people are gonna go on and get sick again. They're all going to die, 
Even Lazarus, as after being raised, died, right? So clearly, these miracles, these, these healings, have a, have a larger purpose than simply to alleviate human suffering, although they do alleviate human suffering. What they're doing is pointing to the fact that Jesus is the new king, that Jesus and the kingdom of God are breaking through. And so, so one of the categories I think we want to have as we start to unpack this text this week is the fact that, that word and deed always have to come together, okay? Word, the Jesus's words, God's word, um, it would be accurate to say that if there are no deeds to accompany them, if there's no, if there's no action, practical outworkings, then we have to say, well, is, is in fact, are these words real? Do they have real application point and meaning, do they really change lives? And so, so deeds have to accompany words. But at the same time, words have to accompany deeds. Um, remember, the deeds weren't done in and of themselves. They served the larger message of Christ, which is the gospel, the coming of the kingdom. And we have to remember that as well, that these two things work together. And we never want to be so focused on deeds that we don't prov- that we don't um, that we forget the proclamation of the gospel. We never want to be so focused on the proclamation of the gospel that we neglect deeds. They go together. They, they have a reciprocal relationship. They testify together. And this is, I think, what we see emerging here is this holistic ministry of Jesus. And thus, it imparts to us this idea of a holistic ministry as well. Now, what are other things, um, as we think about that being the outer circle in the context, and as we drill down, what are things that we're going to want to note in the, coming, in the coming days this week? Well, one, it says that Jesus taught in the synagogues, and he proclaimed the gospel of the kingdom. So, so teaching and preaching, is there a difference in those two? If so, what are they? How do they relate to each other? Okay, So that, that would be one thing. Two, we see here that Jesus' fame spread throughout all Syria. Well, why is that significant? Well, Gentiles lived in Syria. And if this is fundamentally a a, a Jewish disciple, Matthew, writing a a sort of an apologetic for Jewish Christians of why Jesus is the Messiah, how does does this fit in? This idea that there there are now Gentiles coming to this, to be a part of this ministry of Jesus. Um, What does it mean or what, imp- what, what, what can we derive from this idea that great crowds followed Jesus? What are we to make of that? How are we to think about crowds? Um, are, are crowds good or crowds bad? Is size big or is size small? Is our numbers important or are they not important? And that's going to be something that we, wanna, that we want to, to wrestle with. So all of these are things to kind of put on the docket. And as part of your homework assignment, you can camp out on some of these, begin to read your study Bible, begin to do a little research, begin to think through um, how, how are all these deeds and words um, forming this cohesive whole and message about the coming of the kingdom and about Jesus as king. All right, look forward to digging to, into this some more tomorrow. Let me pray. And um, we'll jump into the week. Lord, you are a holistic God, and you call us to a life of glory, honor, and worship of word and deed. You call, you call us to a life 
of service of word and deed. And Lord, we want to be faithful in that. And so Lord, give us wisdom, discernment as we unpack this scripture together this week. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks everybody. Have